This is Charlotte Donlin, and you're listening to Hope for the Lonely. Learn more about my first book, The Great Belonging, and my other writing and work at charlottedonlin.com. So in the last one um, about core loneliness, I mentioned how I feel separated from God, and I don't want people to feel like that that core loneliness makes me feel like all the way separated from God. Um, That sense of core loneliness um, makes me feel a separation from God that I have now that I won't have later. And I think that some of us feel that more deeply than others. So um, anyway, I just wanted to clear that up about the core loneliness thing. So another way that I struggle with loneliness, and I didn't, I don't think I meant or thought about this when I laid the book out, or maybe I did, but um, chapter three is called Wandering Around the Stacks. And it's about how we can feel lonely because we're different, um, just feeling a sense of differentness. And so that is another way I really struggle with loneliness um, or I experience loneliness. So it's core loneliness, which I wrote about in chapter two, and this sense of differentness and otherness that I wrote wrote about in chapter three called Wandering the Stacks. And um, I love the first paragraph of this book. I um, wrote it early on in the process. This actually might have been in one of the sample chapters for the book proposal that I made for this book. And um, my editor at Broadleaf, who's amazing, Valerie, she helped me kind of tweak the the paragraph to make it even better. And um, I mean, she did that with a lot of the book, like, um, she definitely made the great belonging more of what it was meant to be and more of what I wanted it to be. So I'm just going to read this first chapter. Um, I'm sorry. First paragraph of this chapter. Conversations about certain topics often prompt feelings of lonely difference, politics, religion, social justice, life priorities, and vocation. I am too conservative for some too liberal for others. Maybe you are too religious for some, too secular for others. She is too focused on people on the margins for some, too selfish for others. He is too quirky for some, too ordinary for others. I am too literary for some, too colloquial for others. And so it goes. So just from a writing standpoint, um, the ways Valerie tweaked that or encouraged me to tweak it was... It all used to be first person when um, I first read it, like the first draft, it was all like, I'm too conservative or too liberal. I'm too religious or too secular. I'm too focused on bubble. So it's all me. Um, And the way that we um, broadened it by using you, you know, the second person or third person, I think just really um, probably helps readers feel like they can connect more with the content, which is good for us to do as writers. And, you know, if you're writing a book, I will say one of the best um, pieces of advice that was given to me early on was from Lil Copan, who was my original editor with Broadleaf. But um, I think she acquired too many books and I got passed along to Valerie, which is great. I love Valerie. But at a meeting, a breakfast meeting I had with Lil when I was in town for the Glen in Santa Fe, um, she told me to make sure I don't start every chapter with myself. And 
actually to start as many chapters as possible, not about me. And, uh, you know, this is free advice. If you're writing a book like this, or even with a memoir, like if there's a way for you to start a chapter with a sentence or two or three that has like nothing to do with you, that's a good thing. And I want to say that at least half of my chapters start with something else. So I'm trying to find, you know, the, yeah, I mean, you can buy the book and look at them. <laughs> like we sing to belong a book about, I mean, a chapter about singing in church um, starts with a story about a choral group and a specific piece of music. Um, and then it kind of flows into my experiences of singing um, at church. So there's some free writing advice. Um, and it's, it's easy. It's not easy to do. It takes some thought, but like you can still write the same thing and just don't start with yourself. Start with something else. Start with somebody else. Start with um, something that others will be um, able to connect with. So I didn't know I was going to tell you some writing advice, but there you go. Um, so I think Valerie, anyway, back to that first paragraph, she wanted to make it more, um, approachable, like to a broader range of people instead of me just talking about myself. But I think it just makes it a better paragraph in general, even beyond that piece of it. I think it's just better writing, um, and more interesting writing. So this chapter is about being different and how I don't fit into a lot of boxes that I feel like people want me to fit into as a woman, as a Christian, as someone who lives in the deep South, um, as someone who has complex views on religion and politics and everything else. Like I'm just not, I see way more gray space and way more blurry lines um, than a lot of people. I think just more people are comfortable with um like answers and black and white thinking and like knowing where the boundaries are. And I just have a more nuanced view of life and faith and everything. And I think those of us, like, I'm not special. I know a lot of people are like that, but I think those of us who are more nuanced with things can feel more, like lonelier or more lonely. I should know how to say that at this point. Um, struggle with loneliness more, feel a deeper sense of loneliness. So um, that's chapter three, wandering around the stacks, feeling different and um, knowing that that sense of differentness um, kind of impedes the ways that we can belong um, to other people mostly. And I gave you some writing advice. If you're writing a book, don't start with yourself. Like try to not start with yourself. All right. That is chat. Thanks for listening to Hope for the Lonely. Learn more about my writing and work at charlottedonlin.com.